0: I am just so excited to be with you guys. Today, we are going to do something a little bit different. My name is April Meese. I am a permanent makeup artist and esthetician, as well as a beauty marketing strategist for professionals like yourself that want to increase your income and impact. And we do that with our online marketing program called Elevate and some other marketing resources. So today we are talking about asking the right questions to grow your business. And I talk to so many beauty professionals. And I think one of the key things is when you own your own business, there are so many decisions to make, right? It's like, should I do this or should I do that? And it's hard to know what is the right decision, right? Like for example, let's say this. When someone's starting a business, they say, well, how much should I charge for my services? So one of the questions is, you know, how much should I charge? And then people say, oh, well, how much will people pay? Well, when you ask how much will people pay for your beauty services, the answer is always going to be as little as possible right? I mean, that's just how things are. When you ask somebody, how much are you willing to pay? It's as little as possible. But what you really have to do is you have to be able to position the value of what you are offering them so that they see, wow, this is really valuable. This is going to either save me time or save me money or make my life better in some way, right? Because we are all buying things to solve a problem, we're all buying solutions and we're all buying things to make our lives better, whether that's a beauty service or a toaster. (laughs) Okay. So when you start saying, how can I make more money in my business? Well, that is another question that we want to ask in a different way. So the way you make more money in your business is you solve bigger problems, right? You become specialized and you solve bigger problems. The more specialized you are, the more unique you are, and people can't find it everywhere. If you look at, you know, I've used the example, like if you were to break your foot, you wouldn't just go to your general doctor for that. You would want to go to a foot podiatrist, surgeon, orthopedist, right? Um, That specializes in that special, the tiny little bones of the foot and how to fix it, right? Because you want to walk again. So when you're specialized like that, people will pay more for that. The second thing is, as I just said, if you're solving a bigger problem, you know, if somebody, you know, hurts their toe, that's not a big problem. And it's not going to, you know, a band-aid can fix it, right? You get a little scratch, you put a band-aid on it, not expensive. The bigger the solution, the more you can charge. And so that's a different way of thinking about your business. So the key thing is that I want you to start thinking about the questions you are asking yourself for your business. So I often hear beauty professionals say, like, how do I get more clients? Like, how do I? That's like the biggest thing, right? Everybody wants just more clients. It's technically they don't want more clients, they just want more income. Because if I could tell you, if I said to you, listen, you could make the same amount of money seeing one client a week, or you could see 20, which would you prefer? If you're just starting and you need, you know, the practice and you need the pictures, you'd probably say 20. But if you actually are really smart about your business, you would say, Well, you know, less people, less problems. I just want to see one person and, and make the same amount of money. We want to look at how do you get more exposure for your business? How do you get more visibility for your business? And one of the things is you are showing up telling people how you solve their problems. And the next thing that you want to be doing is you want to lead them through the buying process. Because remember, as people are thinking about the problem they have, maybe they have sparse eyebrows, maybe they have you know bad skin or they want to have a little microneedling or facial or something like that. These are the problems that they're concerned about. Then they also, the minute they think about their problems and they think of you as a solution, they have objections. So one of their objections is going to be, okay, well, will this work? And then will this work for me? Right? Those are the questions that they're asking. And the way that you get them through those objections is with proof with social proof. And the social proof is going to come from either you and your experience with it and you telling stories of your clients. But what's even more powerful is your clients telling their own stories and not just a testimonial of Linda Perry was great. I mean, that's not a testimonial. It's a good testimonial, but that doesn't help the prospective client, the one that's like, I don't know if I should buy. I don't know if this will solve my problem or what if it hurts or what if it doesn't work for me? That's not going to help her at home overcome her objection. So we want to show up, right? We want brand visibility. We're to show up and share stories of past successes, of people that we've helped and how we've helped them, right? We want it to come from our clients. So it is actually in their words of them talking about their own journey of, you know, I was nervous to have this procedure, But then I decided it was worth it. And then I came and Donna walked me through the procedure and she told me what to expect. And then, so they're talking about it and it's going to be way more powerful than us talking about it. And hopefully you can see the difference in how that is going to, you're telling stories to actually overcome your prospective clients' objections. And so that is how you build a brand. That is how you build visibility. You show up. You let people know that you can solve their problems. You let people know how you uniquely solve their problem, right? And uniquely is the key word there. And then you continue to show examples. And those examples are best If there are other people coming from their words and and they can see it. And, And the great thing about that is if you're using like video testimonials, then not only do they see and hear, it's so much better than just like a screenshot or, you know, you doing a screenshot of like a Facebook review or a Google review or a Yelp review. Those are good. You know, something is definitely better than nothing. Those are decent. But what's even better is when you have someone that has a video testimonial and they're saying it in their own words. And when they're saying it in their own words, then it conveys, they, they're going to see it, they're going to hear it, and it conveys more emotion, right? So it's more compelling when other people are telling their stories because they're going to talk about their journey and you are kind of spotlighting. Instead of just being like, yeah, look at me, you are spotlighting your customer's success. You are spotlighting your customer's transformation, which is huge. I love the idea of celebrating a culture of celebration. We are celebrating my client's wins and my client's success. And that is encouraging. And it's also, like I said, it's helping your prospective clients on their journey at home of, you know, is this procedure right for me? And, you know, kind of answering a lot of their questions and their concerns. So we started thinking about our business in a different way of just not how do we get more visibility, but how do we get brand visibility? It's not just slapping up a post on social media, right? It's like, how can we make more of an impact? How can we, because you don't want just more followers, you want more buyers, So you want to be building a list of not just likes and people that are following your page and watching and lurking or whatever. That's good too, because they're moving along and you can continue to nurture them. But more importantly, you're answering those objections of like how I can solve your problem and then why now is the time to do it. So I want you to start thinking about your business in a different way. So I want you to start thinking, what future do I want? What future do I want for my business? And one of my biggest questions that I always say is, what do I need to let go of to get there? And sometimes it can be, you know, you need to build your business and that might be, you know, reaching out to more clients. That might be doing, being more consistent on social media or those type of things. And maybe you need to let go of binge watching Netflix, which might be taking up some of your time. Or maybe you need to let go of the limiting beliefs of, oh, it's going to take me too much time to get there, right? So what do you need to let go? And when you do this, when you think about your goals and you're kind of picture yourself at the top of that mountain and we're looking down and you've already hit that mountaintop goal of you know whatever it is, if it's a financial goal or if it's more time, freedom, time with your family, you're at the top of the mountain and you're looking down and you're thinking, what did I believe about myself in order to get here? Like what did I need to create? What systems did I need to create in my business? What strategies did I need to have to get to this top of the mountain? Because sometimes we set that goal and then we have no plan on how we're going to get there. We're like, my goal is to make, sometimes we just pull out random numbers. Like, well, I did this last year, so I want to do 10% more. And then we, we don't track it. So we don't even know if we're, you know, on the right path, if we're even going to hit that goal, or we just have no strategy on how many clients you're going to reach out to each week and, or how many videos you're going to post or any way of getting there, right? It's just a random, like, well, I'm just going to, I call it like the spray and pray, or, or just kind of like throw in spaghetti at the wall. That is an older reference. So anyways, when we are looking at our business, we want to start to think about How can we grow our business? What are the right questions that we can ask in our business? And again, if you, it depends on what stage you are at your business. If you are, At the beginning stage where you're just trying to get more clients in the door, want to think about, like we just said a moment ago, what are the clients thinking in their mind? What are they dealing with now? And what stories can we tell? Stories being real stories, not made up stories, real stories of our own experiences or past client experiences that can help get them over those objections and get them past those concerns. The other thing that I want to just... Touch on is many times when we look at our concerns with our business and growing our business, we often think, okay, I just need to do more. All right. So, there's so many beauty professionals like, oh, well, if I just need to do Instagram more, or I just need to do stories more, or I just need to do reels now, or, you know, whatever it is, like whatever the next thing is, like the idea is, I need to just do more. And I will challenge that and say that it's not necessarily that you need to do more. Maybe you just need to actually have a little bit more focus on what's working and then do more of that. Right? So this is where we need to kind of stop and evaluate what's working in your business and figure out how we can tweak it and get better results from that. If you had a goal let's just say you had only one goal in your business and your goal was to increase your clientele by you know 20%. If you have that one goal that you're working towards, the odds of you reaching that goal with you're just going to focus on one activity that's already working, that's been getting you great results and we just want to improve it. When we think about that, the odds of you hitting that goal are pretty likely. Like it's probably a, a good 80, 90%, Right. If we're really focused on that goal, the minute you split that focus, the minute you have two goals or you are working on lots of different projects, now the odds of you getting there is it's like 50-50 or less, right? Because you are splitting your focus. Okay. So we want to, you know, what you give your attention to is going to be what grows in your business. And so finding out what is working in your business and then looking at your business in a different way, like not always adding more, but just like I said before, simplifying it, and saying, how can I reach this goal in a more elegant way without all of the stress? And I know you're thinking like, that sounds like a fairy tale. I'm not saying that you don't have to work hard or work smart. You definitely have to do that. But I'm saying that you don't necessarily have to chase all the shiny objects, right? If you know that... Doing a Black Friday special is something that has helped other beauty businesses and you believe it will help your beauty business and you try it and it doesn't work out. doesn't mean that you never do it again, but you need to say, well, is this going to really be worth my time? Like, is this the right strategy? Or maybe instead of just trying to throw up anything, like, oh, throw up a random discount, maybe, or a random gift card event, maybe I just need to focus my energy on other things that I know will actually build my business. So again, these are the kind of tough questions and the the things that people don't usually think about when growing a business. And the reason is because we weren't taught this. We weren't really taught how to grow a beauty business. Nobody said these are the questions that you should ask or nobody said, well, how, you know, think about how you can get this done with less stress. Nobody talks about that, right? And so overall what I want you to think about is how you can get rid of the marketing clutter and have more focus on doing what works. And make sure that it works for your beauty business and not that you're just copying what other people said. You know, if somebody said that, you know, Instagram works great for them, but that's not what feels in alignment with you, then don't do it. Right. So find what is going to bring you in the greatest return on your investment. And then really start to ask yourself those questions about how can I achieve these goals and how can I take my business to the next level? And the next thing that I would say is really look at how you can get some support. There are fantastic groups and not just the Facebook groups, just not just the free groups, but a group that you can really get some mentorship in and really have someone that is making sure that you hit your goals and making sure that you stay on track and really helping you take your business to the next level can be a great investment that saves you both time and money because the cost of inaction or the cost of going in the wrong direction could be far greater. The cost the, money and time wasted of is going to be far greater of, uh, than doing that, than just getting with somebody that can actually point you in the right direction. So those were the thoughts that I had today. I just wanted to kind of pass those on. It wasn't what I was originally planning on doing, but I was thinking that a lot of times when beauty professionals look at their business, they are asking questions that seem like the right questions, but there are deeper layers to that question that will actually get them a better answer, right? And so when you start to dig a little deeper and you start to ask some better questions, then you will be able to hit your goals and really get there in a faster, easier way. And next week, I think we will be talking about holiday promotions since it is the season for holiday promotions. And that's it for today. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Beauty Marketing Simplified Podcast. And if you enjoyed today's episode, we would love to hear from you. Make sure you subscribe, download, and also leave us a review. Let us know any topics that you would like to hear about. And also definitely refer it to a friend. Thank you again for joining us. I'm signing off. This is April with grit and grace, hugs and high fives. See you next week.